The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. Here it is. Can you believe this is April the 14th already? Today is Monday, Thursday. And welcome in. The sun is coming out. It's going to be a nice day. Yeah. You made it through the night, didn't you? Well, there was some damage here in town. Not a whole lot. Uh, I think some of the folks over in Manchester got a little more damage than we did. But a few trees down, uh, especially near the MTSU area. There were some uh, houses that had some trees fall on them this morning. If you're in that area, uh, hope it all works out for you. Our phone number, if you want to join us this morning in conversation, 615-893-1450. We also take text questions. Laura Baker is with us, and she's an attorney with the John Day Law Firm. Oh, first of all, Laura, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. How are you? Doing great. Good to have you with us today. Good to be here. We had a, a question come up at the uh, swap and shop show and we couldn't take that particular question because it was going areas that we just <laughs> cannot legally go uh, on the radio where we mention people's names and stuff like that on situations that uh, would be like that but maybe we can address a little of the person's concerns he uh, had evidently and I'll sort of paraphrase this the person called in said he had had some health issues had gone through an operation some things like that uh, and his uh, some family members were perhaps selling things that, uh, you know, I think he said motorhome and some stuff like that. So I'm guessing things that he drove around. And they thought maybe he would be better off not driving around anymore. Not sure about that. That's just a guess. But uh, and we, we were talking about, we've tried to talk about, what he might do, then he mentioned, started to mention names and we couldn't go that way. So uh, what what do you think would be a good route for him to do? Does that, is that enough information to? Well, that's certainly not enough information to, to guess what is, is going on specifically in that situation, but I think um, your advice was, uh, was good advice to call the Legal Aid Society of Middle Tennessee and see whether or not they could um, provide some legal assistance or at least uh, sort through whatever the issues are and get the caller in touch with an attorney who can more specifically address their issues. Okay, so do get in touch with Legal Aid. I don't have their phone number uh, here with me. I will try to find that for you. I can tell you where they are. They're uh, over on, uh, like I said, I can tell you, Walnut Street, I believe it is, uh, over across from Westbrook's Towers. That, that sounds right, area. yep. But I, I don't know the phone number. <laughs> Our phone number, by the way, if you want to text us a message or call us, uh, just don't give us any names when you call with your questions. 615-893-1450. And one of the issues we're going to be talking with Laura about today is negligence uh, injuries uh, and also pre-existing injuries. Uh, those two get mixed up a little bit once in a while, or they could, I guess. 
That's true because you know, as we all live our lives and um, engage in activities and age, um, we encounter health problems that have nothing to do with an accident or an injury that someone else caused. Um, and so when you have an injury case, a lot of times there's going to be some prior medical condition or pre-existing medical condition and a question of whether you have a new injury or whether you have an injury that aggravated something that was already going on um, with your body. So for example, maybe you already have some arthritis in your shoulder, uh, but then you're in a car wreck and you experience a rotator cuff tear. Um, so that would be a, a new injury. The tear is new, but it aggravates maybe the arthritis that is already existing in your shoulder. So one of the things that comes up in, in injury cases, it's one common defense to that sort of injury would be, this is something that you already had. And the case uh, then centers around proving that the rotator cuff tear is not only a new injury, but is also what we call an aggravation injury. And you can still be compensated for an aggravation injury because it got worse after the car wreck. So you have to be able to prove that something, uh, you have to be able to prove the timing of, of both of those. So what would you do that through, through a, a, a doctor or, or what? Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that in order to prove an injury in any kind of personal injury uh, case, you actually, uh, for the most part, do you have to have a medical doctor to testify not only that an injury occurred, but that it occurred because of the accident and to testify about what the reasonable treatment is and testify that the medical bills that were charged were also reasonable. Um, there are some cases in Tennessee where you don't have to have, we call it medical proof, but where you don't have to have a medical doctor to testify about the injury. Those are cases where the injury is so obvious that a jury doesn't need a medical doctor to help explain the injury and link up the causation between the, the accident and uh, the injury. So an example of an obvious injury would be maybe a burn from a product that, um, that, that burns you and nobody needs to hear from a doctor to know that the burn happened because something exploded. Or um, even broken bones sometimes, they're, they're really obvious. You're in a wreck, you didn't have a broken arm, now you do have a broken arm. Um, but for the most part, in any kind of personal injury case, your safest bet, and, and a lot of times it's required, you're going to need a medical doctor to prove up that your injuries were from the wreck and just prove the nature and extent of those injuries as well. Now, I would guess that one of the things we need to do is certain things that must be or should be done at the scene of the accident or, I guess, a crime. Are, we, are these all related to accidents or could they be uh, if, if it was a, a criminal uh, situation if you were attacked and injured in the attack or somebody tried to rob you or 
something of that sort. Yeah, well, my comments are really directed more to civil law rather than criminal law and the proof that is required in order to obtain compensation for injuries that are caused because of someone else's negligence. Um, But we do also in the civil law have claims for assault and battery. Um, Just like you could prosecute someone criminally for that, you can also seek compensation through our civil courts for an intentional act. Um, And in civil court, you would have to have, generally speaking, a medical doctor to prove that the injury occurred because of the incident and not from some other source. Are there some things that you and maybe family members who might be with you or just passerbys who are witnesses, anything that, uh, that all of those folks should be doing to preserve uh, evidence before, uh, you know, before the officers get there? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that when you're at the, the scene, you've just been in a wreck and you are injured or suspect that you may be injured, I mean, the first priority is to get medical treatment and medical care. So if the ambulance comes, you know, work with those first responders to let them evaluate you and determine whether you need to be taken to the hospital or whether it's something that you can follow up on with your regular doctor in the next few days um and and then it's following your doctor's orders from there on out um i'm sure anybody who's been in a wreck can attest to the fact that when it's just happened um there's a lot of adrenaline going on and and shock and so you may not know right there at the scene the entirety of your injuries but over the coming hours and days things will start to hurt as your adrenaline wears off Um, and so then I think the best thing to do is to try to get that prompt medical treatment so that you can get better. Now you hear people and, and I don't know whether this is accurate or not but you hear people who are injured but they don't feel bad. Maybe they're under, with all the adrenaline, or maybe they're under shock or what have you. They don't do anything. And then uh, a week or so later, the insurance company says, well, we will pay to fix your car. You're not out anything. Would you go ahead and sign this uh, approving uh, us paying for your car? And, and you basically sign off that everything's well. Yeah, we have a lot of um, people who have both the property damage from a wreck and also physical injuries. Um, and when you can, it is possible to resolve those two claims separately because you need to deal with the, the vehicle damage pretty immediately because you need your car back um, or you need a new car if, if your car is totaled. Um, but it is it is important to read everything that you're signing when you settle or get paid back for the property damage to make sure that you're not giving up any right to bring claims for injuries. Because like you said, Bart, sometimes those injuries aren't as obvious to you in the first few days after a wreck when you're dealing with the property damage and you think, oh, you know, this pain's going to go away. I'm, I'm going to feel better. And then you don't. Um, So you want to be sure anything that you sign isn't giving up any rights uh, to bring um, injury claims later. Now, one thing that's uh, happening around here pretty regularly, it looks like, have a text here from a listener who says, I've had my insurance with this company for probably 15 years and not thinking about it, uh, so did the person who rear-ended me 
they had the same insurance company but a different person representing them. So when I went to uh, settle my claim, I, th I had all complete uh, faith in the insurance company that I've had for 15 years, not stopping to think that they also were the same company for the opposing party. Uh, should I have been extra careful there? I think you're. I, I think that you're right to to be extra careful when the same insurance company has insurance for both vehicles in a wreck. They do typically assign different claims adjusters, one for each policy, um, and that's going to happen if it's the same insurance company for the most part, and if it's different insurance companies. But because you are a lay person, probably not, um, uh, hopefully not been involved in a bunch of different car accidents and maybe you don't have that legal background. I think it's, even if it's not the same insurance company on either side, um, whatever insurance company you're dealing with and, and you're being asked to sign away rights, you should always read carefully and make sure that you understand what rights you are giving up. By the way, I do want to mention this, uh, and I just got a text that we forgot to mention it, and I had it down and just did not mention it. I'm sorry. Uh, a happy anniversary to Dave and Pat Whitaker. Uh, they are celebrating their 50th anniversary today. Wow. So that's pretty neat. Golden anniversary. That is amazing. So if you see Dave or Pat Whitaker today is, or tomorrow, wish them a happy anniversary. And I apologize for not... Uh, getting that on in the birthday club today. We just had a whole lot of things happening and uh, I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're obviously excited over at the Whitaker household too. Uh, Want to mention also the candidates for Rutherford County Mayor will be on the air the next hour at the nine o'clock hour. Uh, we'll have a political forum today with the candidates for Rutherford County Mayor. And if you have a question that you'd like to ask, we're taking questions strictly in uh, the text format. So no phone-ins on that, but we will take text. Uh, we do take text on this show, as well as phone-ins, all at the same number, by the way, 615-618-1450. That's the number. And we're talking this morning all about uh, what you should do if you're involved in an accident we're looking at uh, negligence to injuries uh, and the problem of pre-existing injuries. So do you always know you had pre-existing injuries or, or, I mean, you may not have done anything about that. Or That's a really great question. No, you don't always know. Our medical doctors don't give us a copy of our records after every visit. Um, and so a lot of times people are surprised about what's in their medical records. Um, it's also possible to have pre-existing conditions that maybe show up on an MRI or an X-ray uh, that you don't know about and that haven't caused you any problem. So to give you an example, um, I used a, a shoulder earlier as, as the example. 
same thing with any joint, really, um, or your back, neck. Um, if you were to go, if I were to go take an MRI of my back or neck right now and look at it, even though I don't have a back injury or a neck injury, chances are there are going to be what they call degenerative changes because I'm getting older. And as everyone gets older, our bodies change and things start to wear down. And even though it's not currently causing me a problem, it could be seen on an x-ray or an MRI or a or CAT scan. Um, and, and so when someone's in an accident and they do have an injury to their back or their knee or their shoulder and they go get an MRI to diagnose the more acute issue, many times you're going to see those underlying degenerative changes which are pre-existing. Um, and so that's where it is very helpful to have a medical doctor to explain that those are normal age-related changes that weren't causing any negative symptoms until this wreck sort of activated those conditions and caused them to give you a problem. And under Tennessee law, the person who who causes an underlying pre-existing degenerative condition to activate into a symptomatic problem, they're responsible to compensate the person who was otherwise doing fine before they were injured. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Laura Baker, a local attorney with the John Day Law Firm, is with us this morning. We're talking about linking negligence to injuries. That's right, negligence to injuries and the problem of pre-existing injuries. If you have a question, maybe you have been involved in an accident like that. Maybe you have some first-hand uh, feelings on that. Give us a shout. 615-893-1450. We're going to check on the traffic and weather, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Talk Radio, WGNS, putting the power of your free speech into action on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team, there are behind-the-scenes MVPs ensuring everything is game day ready. We see you, Joe, fixing seats so every fan can enjoy every game. And Allie, who keeps her stadium running smoothly from the moment the first game starts to the last play of the season. At Granger, you're our MVPs, and we're always here for you with supplies and solutions for every industry and 24-7 customer support. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, uh, you see Tony's face? Yeah, he's using one of them Dollar Shave Club six-blade razors with six stainless steel blades for a close shave. His face is as smooth as a river rack. Smooth as a nice olive oil. Like a bowling ball. Like silk pajamas. Like a seal down at the aquarium. Like a ball of wax. Wax job? Hey, no one said nothing about a wax job, okay? Quit being a wise guy. Dollar Shave Club, for a noticeably smooth shave. Find us in stores and at dollarshaveclub.com. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics. If you want to try out any guitar in the store, you've got a perfect place to listen to it. Compare them side by side. See how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in Music World and Drummer's Den and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummer's Den. 
by growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I, I didn't understand and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and, I, and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for me so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing of the torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. morning it's still moving right now as we check it out live on 24 through the hickory hollow area sure we've seen a couple of wrecks out here we've seen a lot of radar as well coming down 24 especially out of coffee county if you're injured in an accident you need attorney tillman w Payne, uh, attorney at law check him out at tillman w i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic We'll see skies becoming mostly sunny this afternoon, high in the upper 60s. Winds out of the northwest between 5 and 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. When the weather's at its worst, we're at our best. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Welcome back. And uh, speaking of weather being at its worst, I want to say our hats off to Brian Barrett. Brian doesn't get enough pats on the back sometimes, but I was tuned in last night to WGNS. uh, And in fact, I was putting some news stories together and what have you. And I had the radio on and Brian was breaking in and he was eventually doing solid broadcast about the storm that was coming through town. And when he said it's going across the downtown square now. I thought, oh my goodness. And about that time, I could hear all this noise outside. So I hope everybody uh, got through it okay. But Brian, thank you for getting us through that storm. It's it's something nice just about uh, having somebody to uh, electronically, so to speak, hold your hand while you're going through some uh, scary times. I mean, it was, it was scary. Uh, and then uh, along with Brian, we had uh, uh, Bree, I think, from Channel 5 was helping him a little bit. And then we had our own meteorologist uh, that was jumping in. And we had the National Weather Service uh, who had reports. Very, very good coverage. But Brian's been doing this for probably 25 or so years. Long time, anyway. And uh, But thank you, Brian. Great job there. I see the uh, Ascension St. Thomas uh, unit, the mammogram unit, has just pulled up uh, behind the radio station. So I'm guessing they're going to be having a a function today, so be aware of that. And I want to remind you again that the County Mayor's Political Forum, Rutherford County Mayor's Political Forum, will be in just about 25 minutes live on WGNS. So if you have a question. We're taking text questions, not phone-ins. Uh, we won't be taking phone-ins on that show, but general text questions, and that is for every candidate. Don't make a question out where it's just to one candidate. We were talking earlier about one of the phone calls from a listener 
who had questions about uh, he had had some uh, issues with after a, a surgery and we had suggested he get with legal aid and I did not have that information at the time but I do have it now let me pass that along to you legal aid of Murfreesboro is at 562 North Walnut 562 North Walnut that's across from uh, Westbrook's Towers the St. Clair Street Senior Center that general area if you're familiar with that their phone number at legal aid of Murfreesboro 615-890-0905 you get that 615-890-0905 today's topic is linking negligence to injuries and the problem of pre-existing injuries. Laura Baker is with us, and she is from the law firm of John Day. Our phone number, if you have a question or a text question, you can talk or text, whichever, the old way or the new way. It's 615-893-1450. I like to talk to people myself, <laughs> but um, young people today, uh, and will we be wanting to contact, let's say I wanted to ask my daughter something, my wife says, no, let's text her. Uh, she likes text better. So, But it's more natural to talk. I'm with you on that. <laughs> but uh, so at any rate, whichever you're comfortable with today, text or talk. And same number for us, 615-893-1450. We've done a little uh, about what you should do when you're involved in an accident, about preserving uh, any uh, evidence, what have you. But you're saying the first thing you do, be sure everybody's okay. Don't get out and start taking pictures. Uh, be compassionate, in other words. Well, and, and take care of your own health. Um, it's most important to get medical treatment if you've got an injury. And really, I guess it depends on the severity of the acute injuries. Sometimes you're going to have to go in an ambulance. You might not be conscious. Um, or it may be an injury that is more of a um, of a sprain or a strain, that sort of thing, where you are capable of being up and moving around, and you don't have to leave the scene um, in an ambulance. It doesn't hurt to take um, photographs when you're in the condition to do so, or maybe a family member comes to the scene to help you. I know that um, whenever I've been in a wreck, a lot of times my very first phone call, maybe when I was a teenager, would be to my mom, but as an adult would be to my husband or a sibling, and um, if, if they were to come to the scene, they could also take some photographs to help preserve the evidence um, and otherwise you just want to get that prompt medical treatment and follow up on any injuries that you recognize over the days following the wreck that maybe aren't as apparent to you uh, in the immediate aftermath. We have a question here from a listener who said uh, and she said I wouldn't have dared said this uh, in the beginning but I wasn't really sure who caused the accident so uh, I didn't know what to do am I the only one that's in this situation uh, should I stay quiet should I have stayed quiet did I do the right thing there uh, what should I do yeah I mean accidents are traumatic and they happen so fast and sometimes you don't 
exactly know what it is that occurred because you weren't expecting it. You were following the rules of the road. You were driving in your lane. You were following the traffic light. And then out of nowhere, you get hit and you don't know where it came from. I think that's perfectly natural and and understandable and reasonable. Um, I think that's where sometimes... Uh, number one, just the dynamics of the roadway will answer that question without you having to know the answer. Witnesses are often stick around at the scene and, and the police do a really good job of putting their names and telephone numbers on the crash report. Somebody else who was watching that wasn't experiencing the trauma of the wreck can also help clear up questions about what happened in a wreck. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Laura Baker. How are you today? Hello there. Hi. Uh, we hear you. Okay. Must uh, We didn't get them quickly enough. When, when you call in, we will finish whatever sentence we're talking about before we come to you. So uh, just sort of, you know, have patience. Uh, 615-893-1450 is our number. Uh, that may have been a candidate for a text question, too. <laughs> Maybe they suddenly got on the radio and froze up. <laughs> We've seen that happen before, too. If you want to text us, use your cell phone, obviously, uh, and text us the same number, 615-618-1450, 615-618-1450. And uh, we have a question. Are the state laws changing? Have they changed much over the years that impact what you should do or should not do at an accident? You know, generally the laws that are going to apply for a car wreck are the rules of the road, the driving rules, the the laws that say you have to yield the right of way or that say how you operate when um, when you're at a four-way stop. Um, the, the laws that say we all have to follow the traffic signals, for the most part, those have not changed over the years. Maybe a tweak here or there, but the rules of driving have been sort of set for decades. Um, there have been some some newer laws put on the books about texting and driving and being on the phone and driving um, that certainly uh, people should pay attention to those rules and also be cognizant of the fact that not only could you be faulted with a wreck for not paying attention while you're driving and instead paying attention to your phone or you know scrolling through the internet or Facebook, <laughs> um, but it also could result in a traffic citation. Um, and if somebody's horribly injured, um, I don't do criminal law, but I could imagine that if someone is really, really badly injured or killed in a wreck and, and you were on your phone or doing something um, more reckless, that that could result in more than even just a traffic citation. Would it be difficult to prove that someone was on the phone? Because if you're in an accident, you're not going to see what the other person was doing prior to the accident. It can be difficult uh, because not everything that you do on your phone is something that you can find in a phone record that you get from the person's cell phone carrier. Also, there's not a big clock <laughs> at the intersection that says exactly the moment it happened. And so you're trying to date, or I'm sorry, timestamp 
when the wreck happened and what the person was doing on their phone by using their cell phone records. It's not impossible to prove somebody was on their phone, uh, but it's certainly not uh, just a matter of saying, I saw them, I saw their phone. Um, people have hands free and, um, and sometimes people have their phones mounted. You may see a phone, but not be able to prove that they were actually on it. One of the things that we routinely do is obtain people's cell phone records to see whether or not we can link up that they were on their phone and not paying attention at the time that a wreck happened. So there are records available. Yes, yes. We have a, a listener who's asking uh, if you're involved in a wreck there are so many cameras around to watch the traffic, to see the flow and things of that sort. Are those photographs available for uh, attorneys? They can be. It depends on the camera. Um, the, the cameras, for example, that are on the interstate, they're not recording what's ah, going on okay. so like in real time i can go look and see that traffic's backed up but, you but if i want to yeah right <laughs> you need to be hit record on your own computer if you want to preserve that because as far as i know the state is not keeping a continuous log of of the traffic cameras um on the interstate but there are different cities and counties that do have cameras that are recording and that you can pull the footage a lot of times cameras that are recording don't keep it forever. They they tend to record over themselves and every system is different. Some systems will record over every two weeks. Some will record over every 48 hours. So certainly if you are aware that there were cameras at uh, the location of where a wreck occurred, you want to immediately try to figure out whose cameras they are and ask them to save the video. The same thing, by the way, goes for businesses that are in the area of where a wreck occurred. It's not uncommon for us to call the Walgreens. There's Walgreens on every other corner and find out if the cameras in their parking lot picked up the wreck. Um, and again, those everybody has a different system. So depends on how quickly you get to them, whether or not you can still get that camera footage. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Laura Baker. Whoops. Same, same thing again. Somebody, you have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or, and that's why texting has come in so well. Uh, we, why don't you text us whatever question you have? Uh, six, well, 615-893-1450. We'll let somebody grab that one somewhere else and maybe, maybe they can work it out. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We're talking with Laura Baker this morning. And she is from the John Day Law Firm. We're linking negligence to injuries and what you should do if you're involved in an accident and also the problem of pre-existing injuries. We've touched a little on the pre-existing injuries and we've also mentioned everybody doesn't know you had a pre-existing injury, including the person involved. So that gets a little confusing, a little hairy at times. Uh, and while I guess you're looking around, the other side is looking around too. That's right. Um, for most every case where there's any sort of injury, and maybe, we're, I mean, if you're talking about a three-year-old child, it might be different because they haven't been alive very long. Um, but if you're talking about an adult, for most every case where, where we allege an injury occurred because of an accident, even if 
if we know there's no pre-existing injury, we want to get past medical records. And certainly the insurance company's lawyers are going to want past medical records because they'd like to be able to persuade a jury that the injury had already happened and that the accident had nothing to do um, to cause it. And that's where even though we're required to have a medical doctor, it also comes in handy to have a medical doctor testify for the injured person to explain the difference between what was there already and what the aggravation is or what the new injury is from the wreck. Um, I didn't go to medical school. (laughs) And so I have to rely on an expert to explain the medicine, just like we ask experts to explain to juries how injuries work and both sides have the opportunity to have an expert if if the insurance company's lawyers want to have an expert witness to testify that the injury was already there they have that opportunity as well and we did get a text from the listener who's uh, tried to call in but just didn't do the system the right way so uh, her question is uh, I was injured in an accident uh, went to the doctor had uh, some light surgery, and felt was pretty good. Uh, and then she said that uh, a few months later, uh, with a problem arose again. And the other person's insurance company said, you've already signed off, uh, can't help you. Uh, is, is that the end of the story? It's, uh, it's your bad luck? Yeah, usually once you have settled your claims for injuries from any sort of incident, but we've been talking about car wrecks today, so you sign a release saying, I accept this money in, in compensation for my injuries, and that release says, I, I will not sue you. It releases everything for all time. So it's so unfortunate when you've resolved your claim, and then a few months later, something else comes up, and you didn't get compensated for it. Under the law, you can include claims for any kind of future medical uh, treatment that you are likely going to need um, or future ongoing injuries or symptoms that are likely to occur. You have to have a doctor to prove those because it is looking into the future. And so you need expert proof. You need a medical doctor to say a person who has this sort of knee injury is going to or is likely going to have a knee replacement in the next five years. And then the doctor will testify about what that is going to entail and how much it's going to cost. And then the jury, or even in settlement negotiations, if you're, you don't get to that trial, but you're able to resolve it, the insurance company takes into account the cost of that future treatment and builds it into your one-time resolution of your case, whether by a settlement or a jury award. So that has to be done before your settlement? It does. Okay, not, after the settlement? After the settlement, you're done. There's nothing else that you can do to recover for something if you've already released the other responsible party. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for our final segment, and we will be right back. Laura Baker is our guest and attorney with the John Day Law Firm right here in town. We're talking about linking negligence to injuries, and the problems of pre-existing injuries. Stay with us. We're about 10 minutes away from that political forum live on WGNS featuring our candidates 
for county mayor. That'll be at 9 o'clock this morning. We got some good neighbors and we like bragging on them. Nominate a good neighbor every day. Put it in writing on WGNS. WGNS. AM. AM. Hi, FM. this is Tina Fox Online. of for Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your spring gardening needs. We have everything you need for your garden, your lawn. We have clothing, some of the greatest gift ideas. We also have baby chicks. So please come see us for everything you need for your farm and home needs. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. This is Tina Fox at the Relaford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your spring gardening needs. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All that's news with Matt Lane, weekday afternoon. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Welcome back. We're in the final segment this morning. And your final chances to ask any questions. Local attorney Laura Baker is with us. And she is from the law firm of John Day. We're talking this morning about linking negligence to injuries and the problem of pre-existing injuries. Boy, I tell you, this, this gets confusing sometimes. And if, if you don't really think way ahead, uh, you could be up the creek, it sounds like. It's true. And, and honestly, that's why if you're dealing with a more serious injury or you're dealing with an injury that's, that's taking you a longer time to get better from, that it does make sense usually to contact an attorney just so you understand what your rights are and you understand what you might be giving up and whether or not you can prove it. Sometimes there we don't have a crystal ball. So there are going to be injuries where you may have something in the future, but you can't prove in, in court to the legal standard that it is likely to happen in the future. Um, under our laws, you have to prove that there's a 51% or greater probability that you're going to need that treatment in the future. So sometimes you're going to be in a situation where you sign a release and you say, I won't see you anymore. And this is all the compensation and something's going to come up later that just wasn't anticipated. And in that situation, there's nothing you can do. You didn't mess up. You just couldn't have proved it in court because you didn't have the proof you needed to say it was likely to occur. Now, um, it sounds like a lot of time. They, these are difficult decisions. Uh, even if a week or two after the accident occurs. So if you're thinking it's just a routine accident, everything's going well, the insurance company they seem to be easy enough to work with, I don't guess I need an attorney, and then something pops up. How much time after an accident do you have to get an attorney? Is there a window of opportunity? There's no set time, but you do, uh, unless there's some exception that applies, the rule in Tennessee is that a lawsuit has to be filed no later than the one-year anniversary of the accident. Um, so in the first couple weeks after an accident, are you? do you have to be in a hurry to figure out whether you're going to resolve your injury 
part of your claim? No, you've still got more time. You know, at month 11, <laughs> that's a bad time to be looking for a lawyer because there's due diligence that the lawyer wants to do to make sure that they are, um, are in the position to be able to help. Let me say that recently I helped a friend of mine with a claim for her son who was injured in an accident and uh, she had gathered the medical records and the medical bills and she was handling it on her own. What she did not know is that her son went to the emergency room right here in Murfreesboro um, and she did not know that there would be other medical providers who had bills from that visit other than the hospital. But lots of hospitals, they they have a hospital bill that you get and then the the physicians in the emergency room, they issue a separate bill because maybe they're not in-house at the hospital. They have privileges there and they do a rotation through there. Um, if you get imaging at a hospital, a lot of times there's a separate bill for the x-rays that were taken or the CAT scan um, or for the radiologist time. So there's sometimes some hidden bills that you don't know about in the first two weeks. And we found 2000 more dollars of Ooh, medical wow. bills that she had not gathered because because she simply didn't know that they existed. Did she sign off on the thing? Nope. She, we f found them in time, and, <laughs> and it worked out uh, well for her. But that's where, again, sometimes in those first few weeks, you're making decisions with incomplete information. Um, and maybe you want to have a consultation with an attorney because those of us who handle these cases all the time and work with the different medical providers in town to get copies of their medical records and bills, we know, hey, there should be some more bills here. It's not just the one hospital bill. Where's the radiology bill? Where's the emergency physician bill? Did you get prescriptions filled? Um, finding those other bills adds to the value of the compensation you can get because you're out that money. You had to pay those bills or you were responsible for those bills. So what happens if you don't come across the bill and you sign the agreement with the insurance company and you wrap it up? Out and then luck. the bill pops up. Right. Out of luck. If you have released their responsible party and their insurance company from liability for a wreck, for injuries, that includes the medical bills. So down the road, a bill pops up that you didn't know even existed. You're responsible for the bill, but you didn't get the money from the truly responsible party because you already released them. Wow. Okay. So you're up the creek on that one. Right. So uh, get an attorney. That or at least get that consultation. Uh, I mean, you at least want somebody to to kind of help you figure out, do I need an attorney? Some claims, you don't need an attorney. You're capable of handling it on your own, and you don't want to incur that attorney's fee. Um, but just having that initial consultation sometimes can give you the information you need to decide, is this something I can handle on my own? Or is this something where I need some professional help? Because I'm dealing with professionals. I'm dealing with insurance companies that do this all the time. Should a person have that consultation on the phone or in person? You know, in this new world, <laughs> I think you can do it either way. It's really, um, it's really up to your preference and your schedule. Zoom and other remote video conferencing, telephone, all of that has become more commonplace and certainly is available 
for people who that's more convenient for their their preferred way of getting in touch um but thank goodness we all can be um in person with one another for the most part these days so um in person is also an option very good laura thank you so much for sharing with us today you've helped a lot of people Laura Baker, our guest this morning. She is an attorney with the John Day Law Firm here in town, helping us out this morning. And again, for those of you who didn't get it earlier, the uh, address for Legal Aid of Murfreesboro for the listener who called earlier, uh, they're at 562 North Walnut, and the phone number for Legal Legal Aid, 615-890-0905. Laura Baker, our guest this morning. Stay with us. In just a moment, we'll have the political forum with the candidates for the county mayor's position. That's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. Tomorrow morning, same time, 9 o'clock, the political forum for the candidates for Rutherford County Sheriff. Hey, have a super day. Spring.